Okay, you fuckfaces. Um, I'm sorry, that's that's not coming from me. That's what the liberals want me to call you. Um, I'm just trying to be woke. Um, I, fi- I finally saw Ant-Man 3. I liked it. Yeah, there were a few lines that were kind of gay. I know socialism gets a bad rap, but it works for ants. So maybe humans should try it. Yeah, humans are no more complex than ants. We're basically the same species. Um, so we had that one. That one was a little rough. But I enjoyed Modoc. I'm stoked for Kang. Um, I think they did show one of the cool things about him, which was, like, you could kill one and there's millions. Um, I'm excited to see more Kang the Conqueror. Stature was fine. She was good. Whatever. What else happened in it? I'm kind of upset I didn't get to see Michael Pena. He was, like, the best part of the first two. But we go on. And it is weird um, that Paul Rudd didn't call anyone. Like, at the end of the movie, he's contemplating the fact that he might have fucked shit up and might have made everything worse. And that there was, like, a bigger... The incursions are happening. He was told about the incursions and was just like, mm-hmm, I'm not going to tell no one about that. And it's like, I get that Doctor Strange dealt with it some in Multiverse of Madness. But Paul Rudd should have went to talk to somebody. Should have tried to find someone. I don't know who's left to talk to. There's no shield. There's no cap. There's no Iron Man. So I guess he would have had to find Bucky or Sam Wilson and be like, hey, guys, we have a problem. Let's go work on that together. Which also would have been funny because he's technically the one who saved the world in Endgame. Like, yeah, Tony Stark snapped at the end, but Paul Rudd's Ant-Man was the one who was like, I I found a solution, guys. Let's try it. Uh, oh, that was retarded, too. They had, like, everyone's poor because of the blip, so no one can afford to rent. Uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure... They have too much housing in the world. They got... Because all those people disappeared for five years and came back. Um, so I'm sure their housing situation didn't get worse. Uh, but yeah, that, we're going to start We're gonna start light with a quick Marvel update. And then I'm going to get fucking furious. Which is your favorite part of the show. Oh, also in sports, I guess Aaron Rodgers is meeting with the Jets. Fuck that. I want to keep him. He's mine. He's my little baby boy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go get my first beer because this is such a important episode. I decided to stay sober until I didn't, I didn't go out to bangers and get five, 8% beers before this. I didn't start drinking whiskey. So I'm going to go grab another, uh, my first beer and then we're going to get into why John Stewart's a fucking retard. Okay. So John Stewart's got a big, a bit, and this is how dumb woke people are. Like, some of these clips shouldn't go viral for, like, taking... I think it was, like, a state senator. Not even, like, you know, U.S. federal senator from Oklahoma. Just, like, a state-level guy that gets put up on John Stewart's show. You know, these guys barely have to campaign for the vote. They basically put a D or an R next to their name. And people are like, yeah, I know him. My grandpappy used to go to his grandpappy's pharmacy. I'll vote for him. Um, oh, something I want to interject too. Uh, 
fantastic clip of Don Cheadle, if you haven't seen it. Don Cheadle, who openly talks shit about white people all the time, is in music videos talking shit about white people and bringing up how hard slavery was and how the white people oppressed them and blah, 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 blah. And then there's a, he goes on a show that's like Ancestry.com, the show, I guess. And they look back at his history and the black side of his family were slaves. But they were slaves to Choctaw Indians. So, so you can change all your condescending fucking remarks. Huh? You're going to change what you said, right? You're going to, you're not going to hate white people. You're going to hate Native Americans. Or as we call them on this show, and as all you all know, my long-lost fans, uh, red-faced Jew savages. So he hates the red-faced Jew savage now, right? Yeah, maybe I'll send him a shirt. Maybe I'll send Don Sheetle a shirt. Maybe this this is my good marketing. Don Sheetle's family, it'll be a picture of Don Sheetle. And he'll say, my family was enslaved on the top by red-faced Jew savages under his face. And that'll be that'll be the marketing. I think that'll be great. I think that'll sell. We'll do it in extra small to extra large. Actually, let's just do it from medium to extra large. No one who listens to the show is an extra small. At least I hope not. Because I'm a normal fucking human. And I hope kids don't listen to the show. It's not for them. I wouldn't do this show in a public park. I wouldn't. Just saying. Um, but yeah, watching his face be like, it wasn't the white man? I thought Whitey was who enslaved us. No, no, it was the red-faced Jew savages, bro. You always have to expect those savage fucking Indians, the ones who kill all the blonde girls who are just trying to escape becoming Nazis, you have to expect them. They hate anyone that didn't stay in Germany to become a Nazi and kill them. So they're probably not great people. Um, so yeah, and then they were out in like the territories that I'm not sure if we owned or didn't own at the time. I have to assume we did. It was after the Civil War. So they were out in territories that we didn't fully explore. We'll, we'll put it that way. We didn't fully explore them or whatever. Um, and we gave the natives a ton of the land out there because we were like, we're, we're doing the Civil War. We don't have time to deal with you guys. So after the Civil War, um, remember Lincoln gets capped in the fucking head. So a lot of the stuff he wanted to implement for the black ex-slave didn't happen. I mean, there was still Libya. We still gave them Libya, and they just didn't want to go there. They're like, back to Africa? Fuck that. Which is also insane that two wars end, the Civil War and World War II end, and America's just like, oh, we'll just give you a country. And then the people in Libya weren't great at running it, and the Jews, pretty good at Israel. Pretty good at running Israel. Had a few bumps in the road, but I think they're doing an all right job. Um, anyways, so the Choctaw after the Civil War and all the Native Americans out there were like, fuck that. No, we're going to keep our slaves. So kept them enslaved for 30 more years. So we're almost in the 1900s. But because the land wasn't technically America. And this is this is a part of the history books the woke people don't want you learning as they take over our education system, turn our kids gay, and make sure our country fucking dies. I wonder why billionaires from other countries would want America to die. 
Oh, it's the only thing standing in their way of global control? Hmm, that's crazy. So they come over here and say, you're all gay now. You can't have kids. So you're going to last two more generations, then bye-bye. Bye-bye, so sad. So anyways, because it was technically Indian land, America had no slaves, but these native land inside America did. Oh, great. So happy. So happy we gave them land to live on. Oh, I wonder why we shrunk it. They don't say that. They said, oh, look, this is how much land America gave the Native Americans. And then they shrunk it. Can you believe they shrunk it by so much? Now the Native American territory is so small. That's so crazy. Why did America do that? Well, all the tribes over the Great Plains... All the way from Texas up to Oregon. Those tribes, yeah, they kept enslaving black people for 30 years after the Civil War. Man, can you believe we went to war to free the slaves? And then would take away land from people who kept having slaves all the way to the 1900s? Crazy. It's just insane. I, like... People just think, like, we did, oh, we just shrunk the land because it was convenient to us. You know how much fucking land still in Texas that no one has? That's still in Oklahoma? All these places that's just fucking desert and nothingness? You didn't have to shrink it. There's still land that we, they, oh, it's yours. But no, they were assholes and wouldn't free their slaves for 30 years. And this is how we shrunk it. We took all their slaves. We said, you're free now. And you know that 30 acres and a mule we promised to the southern slaves and didn't give them because someone shot Abraham Lincoln in the head? And then a Democrat took over. Yeah, Andrew Johnson, a Democrat, took over and said, fuck it, we're not helping him. I'm upset we lost the Civil War, so let's not give anything we promised black people. Meanwhile, Don Shootle's like, see, the Native Americans were so good. Yeah, they enslaved us for another generation. That's what 30 years is back then. Yeah, that another generation of my family experienced slavery because of them. But at least they gave us our 30 acres and a mule. Which they didn't. Because America came over, shrunk their land, and then gave it to the black people. So they had American territory then. Not... Not a... Not Choctaw, not whatever, Comanche. Now some people are going to be, well, well, they didn't really keep them as slaves. Well, they weren't citizens of anywhere. They weren't allowed to become American citizens. They weren't allowed to leave the Indian land. Do you think they were paying them well? I'm going to say those 30 years was basically slavery. Yeah, they were free, but they weren't citizens. They couldn't vote. They couldn't leave the land. Until America came by and was like, the fuck are you guys doing out here? All right, this is all black people land now. And gave them entire towns. I think his is Wayne or Wade, Oklahoma. Entire town. Here. All black people, all with 40 acres and a mule. Now, did they make a metropolis out there? They did all right. Did okay. So, so yeah, I'm waiting for the Don Cheadle, I hate red-faced juice savages music video come out or speech or whatever go back to the old uh, Golden Girls episode with the Confederate flag 
and do it, redo it now that he knows and tear down Native American flags. Say, they're the evil ones. Fuck up. I hate them. All right, Lauren's coming home for the groceries, and then I'm going to get into Jon Stewart and his retardness and why why he chose such a weak opponent. Okay, sorry. Um, I had to bring in all the groceries by myself, single-handedly, and then, of course, get yelled at because I didn't bring them in correctly. Which I don't even know what that means. I don't understand. But, um, yeah, let's get into Jew Boy John. Um he so he brought in this Oklahoma state senator so I was right about that I just guessed that was just a guess I didn't even didn't even know what it was I just threw a name out there a guess out there and it turned out to be right so this should be the first big red flag to fucking faggots like hey maybe maybe I'm retarded cheering for the guy beating up a mentally handicapped person nothing against this guy but for some, like, why didn't he go after the uh, governor of Tennessee? At least that's someone. He's a governor. He has, he's done public speaking before. He's probably traveled a good amount. No, he goes after a state senator in Oklahoma. Do you want to know how many gun debates I think a state senator in Oklahoma has been? Negative. Negative gun debates. He's never had to look up a single fucking fact about the gun argument in his life. Not once while running for state senate in Oklahoma was anyone like, oh, I'm going to get rid of guns. What do you think? And then that guy got shot. That's how that debate goes in Oklahoma. One guy says, oh, I'm anti-gun. I don't even know. It's like an Alabama accent. Fuck you. Who cares? Maybe they sound the same. I don't know. I, I should know. I'm in the state next to it now. But I'm anti-gun. And then... <laughs> he looks like Swiss fucking cheese. And then this guy wins because of that. So he's never... Never had to debate the topic of fucking... Guns once in his life. And this is what you're sharing about. Which is hilarious because he was brought in to talk about drag queens. So the thing he was prepared to talk about drag queens and Jon Stewart switches it and says oh we're going to talk about something you've never even had on your fucking radar to talk about and I'm prepared so I'm going to slam you with that because remember Jon Stewart didn't make a single good argument for why drag queen shows should be happening do you remember one? I don't there was never the time where he's like yeah you know it's it's dangerous for kids. I don't. I think it's sexual assault. Like it's probably pretty bad. Um, what do you think, John? And John, I don't know. Guns, guns. Okay, yeah, no. But you brought me in to talk about drag queens, which would have been good. That should have been what he said. Should have been like, yeah, great. If you want to talk about guns, we can find someone to talk to you about guns. You know, there's a whole lobbying party, the NRA. There's Crowder. There's Ben Shapiro. There's all these right-wing guys who do podcasts much more famous than mine, you could have brought me in. I could have crushed Jon Stewart on guns. And this is one of the problems. But he doesn't. He doesn't want to bring in anyone who knows what they're talking about, who knows Jon Stewart's full shit. No, he wants a guy who's never had to talk about gun control in his life. You know, for his baptism, he was given two. Little baby state senator, doop, dunked in the water. Here's two revolvers. Go have fun. 
That's who he brought in. And the guy should have said, I'm here to talk about drag. Do you have a reason? And this is the one thing that always kills them and they never... Why do you want drag queens doing shows for kids so badly? Why? Why is that so important to you? Now remember the Catholic priest thing that happened when they were fucking kids. Now that was like, oh, we don't really want the priest one-on-one with our kids. Yeah, they do confession. They're in church. They're altar boys. But they weren't like, oh, they have to have one-on-one time. They have to be alone with the kids. The kids have to be taken to drag queen story hour and then brought back in a secret, separate room with the drag queen. That's what we want. And with, with the Catholic Church, we at least, as a society, if we remember Oscar-winning movie Spotlight, and people like me who were alive when it happened, we were like, holy shit, we, were in, we didn't know this was happening. We didn't expect this. All these church people are raping kids? How are we... Th- how are we going to do this with Drag Queen Story Hour? Oh, all the drag queens are raping and molesting kids? That's crazy. That's crazy. They're in their underwear. Not even their underwear. They're in their mom's or girlfriend's underwear. And I got... Someone yelled at me online because I called it rape. I was like, oh, they're raping kids. Oh, no, they're not... They're just reading stories. Okay, I've seen one. So how about this? How about you bring your girlfriend or your wife or your daughter and I'll get in my underwear and I'll put her on my lap and she has to be on my lap if she says she doesn't like it. It's She gets kicked out of school. Like that kid in, I believe, Tennessee. Could be wrong. Georgia. I'll have to check my facts. I'm not going to. Um, but then the drag queen has him on the lap, gets a boner, and rubs the kid back and forth while reading the story. And then he gets a real twinkle in his eyes and a wet pot in his underwear. So at what point are you telling your wife, girlfriend, daughter to get off my lap? If I'm in my underwear, get a huge erection and rub her back and forth on my cock. There's got to be a point where you're like, ah, it's getting a little rapey. A little rapey. Because that's what they're doing to kids. Two-year-olds, three-year-olds. I'm going to dance in front of you and then I'm going to put you on my lap and read you a story. I'm gonna I'm gonna act like I have to move you around, but it's really just me rubbing you on my fucking boner. So that's what you're arguing for. That's that's the hill you want to die on. It's very important that these drag queens get to go to publicly owned spaces. So that's parks, libraries, schools, and be able to show up in their underwear, walk into the class, and force the kids to learn from them. And that kid that was kicked out because he didn't want to. He was like 11 years old. They did a whole lecture on anal and oral sex to a 10, 11 year old. That's great. And then right after I had a drag queen come talk to them. Was the teacher in the room? Was the teacher not in the room? Does it matter? I don't, the teacher that would let a drag queen come do this. It's probably not protecting the kids at all. I'm starting to understand why so many kids get killed in school shootings. These teachers don't give a fuck. These teachers are bringing in mentally harmed individuals, mentally unstable individuals, which again, we can't say it because they might kill themselves, which is not the act of a mentally crazy person. That's a normal brain that doesn't get called the pronouns they want, so they kill themselves. 
gets called crazy, so they kill themselves. So that's normal. So yeah, I, I can see why all these teachers aren't fucking heroes stopping the school shooters. They're too busy trying to get a drag queen to come in the class and molest the kids. They're too busy sending the kid to the school nurse and forcing the kid to get on anti-depression pills that we know don't work. Sex change pills that could chemically castrate them. That's what the teachers are busy with. Not protecting them against school shooters. Maybe that's a good idea to stop school shootings. Have we thought of that? Have we thought of teachers getting off their cell phone with drag queens... I'm trying to find the best drag queen in the Tri-County area to come molest my kids. Uh, and then a shooter walks in. I'm too busy to deal with that. I'm on grinder looking at the drag queen's buttholes to find the one that's perfect for my children. Also, we're paying you to teach the kids. Why are you bringing in a drag queen? You teach them. If the book's so important, you teach them. But no, our class schedule is, here's oral and anal sex 101. Which anal sex is illegal for everyone in the Bible. Straight couples can't buttfuck either. Sorry to say, guys. And that's what we're teaching in our school. And when a kid says, I'm uncomfortable, I want to leave, they suspend him. And I'm sure that goes on a record somewhere. And then college interviews, he gets asked, well, why'd you leave? Well, I didn't. I felt kind of weird. When the drag queen had me on a la- his lap with a giant erection, telling me about the different pleasures of oral and anal sex. I, that, that was a little weird to me, even as an 11-year-old. I was like, this probably isn't right. And I said that. I said, I'm uncomfortable. And then they said, you're a bigot. Get out of here for two weeks. You're suspended. And when you come back, open your asshole for the drag queen. That's what they said to this kid. And that's the, that's the side John Stewart wants to be on. Even though he didn't have a single argument. For it. Didn't say a single thing of this is why it's so important that drag queens come to the schools. He just said, what about guns? Have you heard about this new thing called guns? They're dangerous, right? Ha <laughs> ha. These are your heroes, guys. No one can defend it. The great John Stewart couldn't defend the fucking drag queens. He was too fucking retarded. He had to, sc- I don't know, guns? Dead children? Remember, the same people that put the gun right in the mouth of the kid. That say, if you don't call my kid the right pronouns, he'll kill himself with the kid sitting right there. So the eight-year-old has to think, oh, I'm, someone called me he, and I'm a she now. I have to put that gun in my mouth. Oh! That's what John Stewart preaches. Put the gun right in the kid's mouth. So that the second someone mispronouns him, they can pull the fucking trigger. There, that's the good guy. The guy who's holding a gun in your kid's mouth. That's him. That's education, guys. Good job. Someone mispronounced me, Mommy. Where's the gun? You said I'm supposed to kill myself if someone accidentally calls me he. Oh, right here, sweetie. Here's the M16 we bought just for you. Me and your father are so proud of you. Our family's first suicide over mispronouning. You go... You blow your brains out and show how normal-minded you are, how you're not crazy, and how we're good parents. And it's society with the issue using bad words. and society that let us buy this gun just so you could blow your brains out. Do that, Timmy. I'm, I'm just saying what they're saying, what they put out there as the common discourse. 
Every kid who's mispronounced will kill themselves because they're so logical. <sighs> so then let's get to the gun argument of it, because that was also horrible. First off, the stat he's using goes up to 19, which I'm pretty sure isn't a kid. I know there's a guy that cut off his son's dick as a three-year-old, and we somehow let him and let him control his son's life and calls it a girl now and says, my son will never go through puberty. Three-year-old, cut his cock off. Chick now. I'm sure that kid will end up great. And, of course, the dad has transgender flags on all of his clothes. Oh, every pair of clothes, transgender flag. Why do you need I thought it was a girl. It was born a girl. You cut his dick off. It's a girl. You don't need the transgender flag, I thought. It's not a trans. It is a woman. God. To a three-year-old. And it's celebrated. People celebrate him. Look at him. What a, what a great guy cutting off a three-year-old's cock. We used to call these people crazy. We called them nuts. No, they're heroes. Anyway, so the gun argument. It, the, the stat he uses goes to 19. You have to be... It's Kids are 0 to 19. Um, first off, like 90% of them are suicide. So, probably because they all got mispronounced. But if you take out the 17 to 19 range, and Crowder said this on uh, PB, whatever, D, DBP, the Indian Guy podcast. Um, so that's why I'm getting the stat, which I know is a secondary source. But uh, if you take that out, it's far and away car accidents. Because you take out the 17, 18, 19-year-old gang violence. So they say, you know, you know, the thing is not don't have guns. The thing is don't. Let your kid join a gang. Maybe have dad at home. Don't be that trifling hoe who has six kids with six different dads. And three of the kids join one gang, three of the kids join another gang, and then they're shooting each other in your house. Maybe that's what we should stop. So beyond the fact that he uses a skewed stat that doesn't account for suicide or anything, and he's trying to make it seem like everyone's running around shooting up schools and kids, which... I know it's a fun narrative that you guys like to share. Every week there's another school shooting. Huh. Isn't that fun? No, there's not. There's shootings within a mile of the school that we just call a school shooting. Um, so let's take, his, let's take his theory a little further. Because he goes, oh, you, you, want to, you want to get rid of drag shows to protect the kids? Well, what about getting rid of guns, man? How about you get rid of guns? Okay. Those are the same? Tennessee and Oklahoma say we won't use taxpayer money for drag shows for kids. So they just stop paying them. Oh, we're not going to pay you anymore to do this. We're not going to take taxpayer money and give it to you funding child abuse. Is that pretty quick? Oh, we just don't write the checks. That's it. That's all you have to do to stop it from happening. Now in Tennessee, possibly, if they're doing a drag show in the park, which is insane, go to a club. I don't go out and do my black people jokes in the middle of a public park and say, what, you have a problem with that? You don't like my jokes about black people? Ah. No, I go to a comedy club 
where people are meant going there to hear it. People go to a park to enjoy the outdoors, probably a fountain of splashing, maybe some nice architecture. In Austin, it's just homeless people, so maybe throw a drag queen show for the homeless. I don't know. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they'll like it. Maybe they won't stab you to death being like, what the fuck is going on here? This is my park, bitch. <laughs> so that's, that's, and that, that just not signing the check is just as easy as going throughout all of America and removing every gun. The most armed country in the world. In Wisconsin, for hunting season, they have the sixth biggest militia when the opening day of hunting season starts. But it'll be easy for agencies to just go around and take guns. Is that what you're saying, John? You're saying those are the same two things? Right? The very simple solution to stop sexual assaulting children. Very simple. Don't write checks. We cut it. Cut it right there. Or the very complex solution of going throughout an entire country and relieving every one of their firearm. Which we can't even do in Chicago. It's illegal to own a gun in Chicago, yet people still have them. That's weird. Well, if it's so easy, shouldn't they just do it in Chicago every day? Every day, just go, hey, we're here collecting all the guns. It's so simple. Fucking retard. And let's not forget the last time the federal government tried to take guns from one compound in a little place called Waco, Texas. 26 kids died, 75 people. That's one compound in Texas, John. So tell me again how simple and easy it is as not signing checks. You fucking piece of shit. You fucking pussy retard. You were afraid to call a real person's debate. You brought in the guy under false pretenses to debate drag queens. Then the second that you realized, oh, there's no argument against it because it's horrible. Sexually assaulting kids is horrible. So you can't argue that we should stop it. You switched to a gun debate against a guy who's never debated guns, wasn't what he was brought in for, you fucking pussy whip bitch. That is just as bad as a guy hitting a woman. I'll do what you do. I'll draw false equivalencies. If I go out there and beat six women, it's as bad as what you did. Fucking pussy. And then you go on and say, oh, it's just the same level of easiness. It's, there should be no crime then. It's so easy to get all the guns away from the criminals. Just make it illegal in that state and go take them all. It's so simple. And then all these dumb fucking libs on, online. I see They post the clip again. Yay. Or post something, oh, a Catholic priest got caught harassing a kid. Well, yeah, we're not in favor of that. Oh, a Republican congressman was sharing child porn. We're not in favor of that. If that happens, we say, hey, maybe it didn't stop. Just like the Catholic priests. Like, that's why it was a big deal. Because we were arresting them. We weren't just like, yeah, it's fine, keep doing it. Whereas you guys are fighting for their ability to keep doing it. You see how it's not quite right. So that's Jon Stewart. I think I'm going to post this one to my Instagram so all you dumb fucking faggot liberals can listen to it and then sit there. I want you, if you're a dumb fucking faggot liberal who saw the Jon Stewart clip and go, wow, what a brave man he is. What a smart, brave man tricking this guy from Oklahoma, probably not the smartest state. Tricking him into a debate and then switching the subject on him and being a cunty Jew from New York. So if you're a liberal that someone, and I always tell people to share my podcast with liberals, because they need to go look in the mirror and say, oh, I am a fucking retard. 
I want you to stand up and go look in the mirror and be like, ah, I did watch that John Stewart. And you have to admit it. That's important. You have to admit you were wrong. I watched that John Stewart clip and I, I did. I cheered for him. I thought he was right. And really, he was just a pussy faggot retard. John Stewart was a pussy faggot retard doing the Jew thing, fucking being a loser. Great. All right, then you could come back and sit down and listen to the rest of the podcast and see how much else you've been wrong about. And if you're someone on my Instagram, I want you to take... If you're, you, Oh, I posted something back at Zach on Instagram, so he'll get all riled up. All right, you got me riled up. I did a whole 20-minute section on my podcast about how retarded Jon Stewart is and how retarded you are for thinking he's right. So I want you to go and post you in the mirror saying, sorry, Zach, I'm a retard. That's what I would like. And this goes on with what happened last night. Of course, Tucker Carlson with January 6th. We get the footage, find out everything was a lie from the government. Much like COVID, vaccine doesn't work. COVID's not that dangerous. Masks don't work. Lockdowns don't work. They lead to more people killing themselves. And yet, everyone who took my life away from me, I was right there, right about to be successful. Had a movie coming out was doing good shows in New York. I was right on the precipice. And then COVID happened. I was like, oh, the liberals are going to fuck this up. And you did. And you fucked up New York. And then there were signs everyone's saying, unvaxxed, do not apply. And we're going to talk about that and how dumb the blacks. Oh, my great grandmother passed a sign that said blacks don't apply. Well, I, I get that sign sent to me in emails. Emails. We think you'd be great for this part. We saw your reel. We saw your picture. We'd love you to audition. Oh, I can't because I, under it, it says in bold, rather unvaxxed, don't, don't audition. You're too dirty. Even though the vaccine doesn't work, leads to heart disease, and the COVID wasn't that bad. I'm still too dirty three years later. Djokovic, tennis player, still too dirty. We have senators trying to get him a pass in. They're going to end it in 10 days. But today he can't come and play tennis. You fucking pieces of shit. You're always wrong and you'll never admit it. I forget where that rant started. Oh, yeah. So I went online and posted, hey, a lot of you still owe me a fucking apology, which I'll never get. And Joe Rogan and Russell Brand, oh, you don't need to make them apologize. Yes, you do, because they're still harming people. To this day, I'm still getting emails. Do not apply if you're unvaxxed. Jokovic, still not allowed in America. There's a big name. The best tennis player ever. Was going to break records. And you took two years away from him. Thanks, guys. Oh, you're against hate. We put, we're against hate in the Super Bowl, in the end zones and stuff like that. But here you are being hateful towards a tennis player because you didn't want to inject something in him. That doesn't work and causes death. Yeah, there is value to making them apologize. There's value to saying, hey, you were wrong. You fucked up. You're a fucking idiot. You have to acknowledge it so you stop causing harm. You have to acknowledge you were wrong to stop causing harm, much less fix the harm you've caused. Because you have. You've caused lots of lots of harm to lots and lots of people. <sighs> the other thing about Russell Brand and Joe Rogan, which I know I've got to go suck his dick to get on at his fucking club. But the other thing... And I like them. I, li I listen to JRE. I listen to Russell Brand a lot. I like a lot of what they say. So I know I'm nitpicking here. But these are important. 
the people who were wrong about COVID do have to apologize. We do have to get Fauci and people under arrest. Trump can't run again. They're trying to make it so he can't run again. Over January 6th, which turned out to be a hoax, and we'll talk about that. But no one no one from Pfizer or anything's in trouble for all the pain they've caused. Fauci, no. It's all good. It's fine. And I've said, part of it's Trump's fault. I hate how Trump did COVID. But then they say, you know, and this is part of the trans thing and the fag thing and all this. And we talked about this on my last episode. You can't, there's an end game of too many gays. There's a point where your country has too many gays and the replacement rate is impossible to reach. And then your country dies. So there's a point where so many gays kills your country. Just saying, just saying, guys. So you have to either be, hey, maybe you calm down. Maybe you go back to 1950s where you do fag shit on Saturday, but have a wife and kids the rest of the week. Maybe that. Which once a week, that's more than I get laid. So pretty good. Um, but yeah, there's a point where, oh, we're at 50% of the country's gay. I wonder why we're not going to make it another generation. So beyond the fact that it is painful to our society to have a huge gay population, we're also going to have to talk about, um, fuck, oh, they're like, why don't you just live and let live? You know, you do what you think is right, I'll do what I think is right, we'll be kind to each other, that's all that matters. Yeah, but we're not really starting at zero there, are we? Are you saying you're going to stop taxing me? So I could give money to organizations that I believe do the right thing. I could give my money to Habitat for Humanity. I could give my money to gun rights activists. I can give my money to places that I want my money to go to. Is that what you're saying, Joe and Russell? That we're going to cut taxes significantly so we can start at a spot of absolute zero? So no taxes. Because it's hard for me to live my life how I want to live it when you've got a boot on my fucking throat making me pay taxes. That goes to your fucking bullshit to see how monkeys enjoy Cheetos and how great it is cutting off kids' cocks and sending money to Planned Parenthood to kill children. That's my money going to that. I don't want it going to that. I don't want it going to predator drones blowing up weddings. Thank you, Obama. I don't want it going to the FBI and the CIA spying on us. That's not where I want my money going, but that's where it goes. Is that kind? Is that kind that my money goes to people to spy on me and do shitty things to me and lock me up and tell me I'm not allowed back in New York and I can't work or eat there? So it's not like we're at zero in this debate. You guys have already put your boot on my throat and take my fucking cash and then you're yelling at me, why don't you be kind and let me live how I want to live? So maybe next time, Joe and Russell, when you bring it up and how kindness is important, do you do remember that we're not starting at, well, liberals could tax too. Yeah, but it all goes to what they want. It all goes to bureaucrats and an FBI building bigger than the Pentagon and all the blah, blah, blah. Nancy Pelosi's pocket. All goes to that shit. Just saying. All right. That's what you never hear. Oh, the billionaires should pay for their own stadium. How about this? You don't tax the public and the billionaire can crowdfund from them. Hey, we've lowered taxes, so if you guys want to help them pay for the stadium, go ahead. 
You never hear that argument. I bet a lot of people would. They'd be like, oh, yeah, it'd be nice to have a big stadium and a shopping mall that's safe and protected by private police and private security like it is in Vegas and all sorts of places. That would be nice. Instead of our taxes going to nothing that helps, therapists to go after gunmen, other fucking stupid bullshit, bureaucrats getting rich. So just saying, Joe, maybe next time when you're thinking of how can we be equally kind to each other, you take the foot off my throat and stop taxing me. If you're going to ponder that thought. Okay, we got a few more things and then we'll get out of here. Um, Texas is apparently passing a law that other states allow. You can cremate your body in water and they put you back into the water supply, which that sounds fucking gross. I don't. I don't want to do that. What's what's wrong with normal cremation? Why are we why are we water cremating people? Um, also, we got a lot of laws we're trying to pass for the Uvalde shit, uh, the school shooting. Um, one of them is they want anyone involved in a school shooting to be uh, put in jail for life without chance of parole. Which, you know, there's a reason why we have parole. And stuff like that. In case we're like, hey, maybe this guy didn't do it. Um, he's been really good behavior this whole time. Maybe we got it wrong. But beyond that, um, which we've seen with DNA evidence, they get it wrong a lot. Um, beyond that, why I posted, why, let's see who thinks this is a bad idea. Why this might be a bad idea. Well, we've talked about it a little before. Did they count anything within like a half a mile of the school? as a school shooting. So who is this going to affect most? Some, I would assume some minority people doing school, doing shootings in cities that just happen to be, you know, they do a drug deal at two in the morning on a city block. That's four blocks away from a school, which is within a half mile. So it counts as a school shooting. So now you have someone who tried to shoot a drug dealer in the leg is in in jail for his life without parole. Can't wait to see how this affects minorities. I'm sure it'll be exactly what you think, guys. And on the other side, like we just talked, we have people that schools that are encouraging raping kids, kidnapping kids and taking the health care into their hands. Oh, sorry, you don't get to decide what's best for your child. We'll put them on drugs. We'll send them to a doctor and put them on drugs because you're not doing it. So as schools take more and more control over our kids, you might have people going in and shooting the administrators in the head, which I don't think is right. But I also don't think what the schools are doing is right. And like I've said with like Gina Carano and stuff, you're firing people from jobs for being somewhat conservative borderline conservative, not far right, burning crosses in yards and wearing white hoods, which also is a Democrat thing, so not far right even. But just for saying, hey, we're being a little tough on conservative points of view. Oh, you could never be in a Disney movie again. Oh, all right. Uh, that's not great. That's not great. Kind of blows my mind that businesses aren't getting shot up right now. So, I don't know. I think I think that law could be used against us in quite quite an effective manner or used against minorities in quite a racist manner.
<sighs> okay, what else do we got on the chopping block? We talked Joe Rogan. We talked. I got a package, of course. Lauren, you fucking bitch. Always buying shit. Um, Chris Rock's new special. Parts of it I liked. Wasn't a huge fan of the five minutes saying being racist towards white people is okay. That was a little rough. Oh, my mom had a dentist that didn't see her because she was black, so she got her teeth pulled by a vet in the 60s. Maybe. Maybe. You're upset about that, but you weren't out there marching when streets, when restaurants had signs, unvaxxed need not apply. Oh, something happened to your mom, so it's okay to be racist towards white people. But you're not going to fight against the modern-day assaults on freedoms that we have. We get emailed to us. You're dirty. Fuck you. So that's fun. Yeah, I really, I don't think that the special had that much saying other than him talking about the slap at the Oscars. There was a long bit about how it's okay to be racist and then about how privileged and rich his kids are, which that was fun. Can't we all relate to fighting with swords? We all took fencing, right? Okay, what else do we have? Um, there was, in Georgia, 24 people or something like that were arrested for bombing a police training ground. And um, we're not killing them for some reason. I can almost understand having, like, the... Um, sorry. I can almost understand having, like, um, the two from Georgia being like, oh, we're just going to arrest you because, like, it's kind of your state where you're doing this. So we'll assume it's a protest of something, even though you guys call yourself terrorists. But the guys coming from outer state and other countries to blow up police training grounds, murder them, hang them, shoot them. What happened to zero tolerance for terrorism? I remember as a kid, America's Most Wanted, every night was terrorists. For like 10 years. Oh, we have terrorists here. Oh, we're, we're going to arrest them for a weekend, slap them on the wrist, and send them on their way. So they can blow up another police station. So they can blow up conservative headquarters. Is that good? Is that what we want? And most of them are white. Ah, oh, these white people keep getting off. <laughs> yeah. Because they're doing what you want. They're terrorizing the people you want. So you're letting these white kids go free. I thought I thought we were trying to get equality in the prisons. Equal whites and blacks and all that. Lock these people away forever. Or shoot them. They're terrorists. Do you remember what we did to Bin Laden's body? Filled it full of holes, dropped it in the ocean. I, I'm a German citizen. Yeah, well, don't be blowing up our police stations. Boom, you're dead. Sorry. Hope your family learns a lesson. Hope you Germans learn a lesson when you come over here. You don't just blow up police training facilities. Fucking lunatics. Are we to January 6th yet? I don't know. Oh, I got one more thing. The taxes thing is insane. Oh, let's just be nice to each other. Fuck yourself. Um, I have a lot of friends, and this kind of goes with the Joe Rogan taxing, 
right? You want to be kind to me? Stop taxing me. Stop stealing my money and spending it however you want. Um, I have a lot of friends here that are like, oh, I'm an issue-to-issue guy. So I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. If you're issue-to-issue, you have to be Republican. Democrats, one issue. Abortion, we're, we're all in. I'm a Democrat now. We're Republicans are the ones that are like, eh, abortion's not that big a deal to me. I care more about taxes or I care more about um, military power, whatever. Whatever you care about. The environment. You could be a conservative who cares about the environment. Hunting. All that stuff goes to conservation. When you buy hunting equipment in most states, there's a tax that that money goes to conservation. Anyways. Um... You can't really be a Democrat and be issue to issue because the Democrat Party takes all your money and decides what issues to spend it on. And by spend it on, I mean give 60-70% of it to bureaucrats and then spend 30% possibly helping that issue, possibly making it worse so you could bitch about it more later. Like why is why is Biden only giving 10 10k back to schools? Well, he's trying to trick them. He's saying, "See the Keep voting Democrat. We'll give you a little bite. 10K. That's what? On a $300, 300K education we're looking at nowadays? Something like that? Something insane? Like 300000 That's 3%. Good job. They're paying 3% of your debt. And you're going, oh, see, I should keep voting Democrat. They are helping. They are. They did 3% good. 3% of what I wanted. And then you dumb fucks go out. See, they're helping. They gave me 3%. The other side gave me zero. Even though they're trying to just lower the cost of college altogether. Undo what Obama did. That fucking fat retard. Um, so yeah, you can't really go issue to issue. Because some issues the Democratic Party doesn't care about. If they don't care about it, too late. You're taxed. It's gone. That money's gone. You can't donate it to that issue you care about. Whereas Republicans try to get taxes gone. Lower taxes. So now if the Republican Party is like, ah, we want to donate money to bonobos fucking, which is something Democrats donate to, or electric cars or something fucking stupid that you don't agree with, you could say, ah, well, I still have my dollar. I could go donate it to fucking hippo conservation or manatee farms or what the fuck ever. So if you truly are issue by issue, you have to be conservative. You save more money, you save more freedom, and you can go and donate and help every issue you care about. <sighs> so it is frustrating that they think it's okay to be, I'm in the middle, I don't know. I don't... No, you're not. You're a Republican then. If you disagree with any Democratic view, you're a Republican. Because the Democratic Party will not change. They're going to take their stance and they're going to take your money. Whereas if you vote Republican, you could take that money and donate it all to the Democrat Party. Donate it all to the Treasury. That's why I don't understand not voting Republican. You could vote Republican and have all the money to give to whatever bullshit the Democrats should. Whatever you think. That's why I say all these fucking libs that want universal health care. Just pay for it then. If you're one of these li- rich liberals, go pay for someone's health care. Say, hey, we got it. 
That's what you're doing anyways, except you're not like getting bureaucrats as involved. All right, finally, January 6th. Uh, oh, I, I shit my pants there. Uh, Tucker Carlson had his first part of the interview last night, and it seems like we were lied to. It seems like that hearing on January 6th during the NHL playoffs, and for some reason the NHL still shills for the Democratic Party, even though they fucked them and put this thing during their playoffs. Um, I think it was even the Stanley Cup. Um, that was all bullshit. So once, and remember, I watched ev- all eight hearings, nine hearings, whatever we ended up doing. I watched them all. Watched every one so I could talk about it. I talked about it on this podcast. So you have all these stupid fucking hearings and then t- they give all the they had all this footage. They saw the cops, Nancy Pelosi's Capitol Police, she's in charge of them. And that lib black lady is in charge of the police in DC. So either way it was a lib in charge. So Nancy Pelosi's up in her office screaming, "I want to punch the president of the United States," which used to be treason, and you got hung for it. She's screaming, "Bah, bring Trump down. I want to punch him." Turns out it's her cops bringing everyone in. They're opening the doors. They're walking around the QAnon shaman, the guy with the buffalo hat and the face paint. Yeah, they're walking him around, looking for an entrance for him to get into the uh, Senate floor. Remember, this AOC was saying she was afraid for her life in her office, even though her office wasn't in the same building. It was down the road about a mile. Afraid for her life. She still has PTSD. Again, was nowhere near anything that happened on January 6th. So these guys were somehow magically threatening this woman's life a mile away. And the cops were just letting her do it. Nancy Pelosi's police were like, yeah, yeah, threaten AOC all day. We love it. That's what you're telling me. That's the narrative you're selling me. Because now we have the footage. The cops were right there. Eight, nine cops were within touching distance of this guy. He wasn't running. He wasn't... They were leading him around. Let's try this door. Oh, let's go try this door. Let's... Like tour guides. The one cop that died that we made a huge show of. He was walking around with a helmet. He was fine. So whatever killed him a couple hours later, it wasn't the Capitol riots. Meanwhile, we don't hear anything about the woman the police shot for no fucking reason. So it's another thing. So we just found out the whole COVID shit was a hoax. And the vaccine shit is actually killing people and not helping them. 30% 30% more heart-related issues. I think it's 30% more heart-related deaths. 30%. Not a small number. And unlike COVID, most of those are in young athletes. That's why they're posting articles now. Hey, if you're white, because white people are most likely to get the vaccine. If you're white, don't exercise too much. It might cause heart attacks. And you exercising is the patriarchy and white privilege and all that. But it might cause heart attacks. So that's what it is. It's I'm doing the racist white exercises and that's killing me, not the vaccine. So that's going to be their excuse for why all these people are dying randomly on sports fields. Oh, he was doing that racist white thing, you know, exercise. That's an article people wrote in reputable papers saying it's racist to exercise. 
And if you're white, it causes a 30% increase in heart disease. Oh, that's very crazy that it's the same amount. So now we have proof that they lied all about January 6th. They did eight hours of bullshit hearings to try and make it so Trump can't run for president. Who? We saw that people lied at the hearings. Hearings were a complete farce. Are we going to arrest any of the people involved? Eight days of hearings and you cut you cut the footage like a media outlet? And that's all MSNBC and CNN said about it. They saw the Tucker Carlson thing and said, oh, they cut the footage like we did. He cut it to look good. We cut it to look bad. Okay. Even still, you sh- they shouldn't be walking around criminals throughout the building. Arrest a couple people. This is the Capitol, not a BLM march. So it seems like a false flag situation. When Alex Jones is out front with a bullhorn saying, don't go in, don't go in. He's not crazy enough to want people to go in. Ugh. And still, no one will apologize for COVID. No one will admit they're wrong. Even after Hillary Clinton, all the COVID bullshit, Hillary Clinton lying about Russia and all that, using the FBI to spy on Trump. At what point are you like, maybe this party's not that great? Maybe it's bad people. These are the leaders of the party. It's not Matt Gates who may or may not have been involved in something fishy. Leader of the party, Hillary Clinton. Leader of the party, Joe Biden. Leader of the party, Nancy Pelosi and her police, leading him around. Hey, come over here. Have you tried? Have you broken into this room yet? Do you need us to kick down the door so you could do stuff in this room so you could leave a shit on someone's desk? We'd love to help. We work for Nancy Pelosi and we want to help the rioters. Sorry, insurrectionists is what we call them. And then people wonder why I get so mad. Why are you so mad, Zach? So angry. You're posting all this angry shit on Instagram. Yeah, because I was releasing a movie and getting my life together, and now every Monday I have to sit in a fucking pen, watch some faggot, who it's his first time doing stand-up, get called onto the stage like a fucking loser. Fucking guy last night on Kill Tony, Sebastian, the dude with two fucking watches, if you watch. Corners me at the bar before the... Let me talk to you about my watches. Let me talk... He's like a gypsy trying to steal my wallet. No, man, I don't want to buy anything from you. Stop sa- Oh, I went on stage last night and I killed. Oh, I doubt it. And then, of course, he gets called. And he fucking bombs up there. And he's a huge fucking fag. I fucking was livid. I left the pen so fucking mad. Why are you so angry, Zach? Well, because you fucking libs and your fucking liberal lies stole three years of my life right when I was about to break into the industry. Right when a movie was coming out and I had great shows working for me. But no. I can't explain why I want to fucking murder you guys. And now I'm back to sitting in a fucking pen with fucking pieces of shit. Like that guy. Telling me he's a real comic. He really loves comedy. Oh yeah, how long have you done it? Less than 24 hours. Oh, God. You must love it. God, that... That goes through your system faster than COVID. Stand-up comedy. So then you found out, oh, January 6th, Zach, you were right again. 
And no one's going to admit it. Everyone who felt the need to text me and call me and tell me I was insane for saying January 6th wasn't a big deal. For every year celebrating it as Freedom Day. Zach, you take it too far, they said. Too far. That was a scary day. It's worse than 9-11 and the Holocaust combined, Zach. Don't you understand? But then when it comes out that it was all bullshit, that Nancy Pelosi should be tried for what happened that day, it was her police, her people, the FBI should be investigated to see how many of them were in the crowd, pushing the crowd. Do I get a single call? Oh, shit, Zach, you're right again. It's wild how often you're correct. It's like every time, every time something like this happens, you're right. Yeah, I know. I know. And it gets frustrating that I'm the one who gets punished for being correct. And you guys yell at me and tell me I'm wrong. And then months later, oh, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean you were wrong. Yeah, we took away all your opportunities, but I didn't mean it like that. You can't just say, sorry, I'm a dumb fuck. Walk in the mirror. Yeah, I'm a dumb fuck. I didn't listen. Again, I'm a big dumb fuck. Okay, great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, that's our time, guys. We did an hour. These are getting longer and longer. Um... You might hear from me tomorrow, honestly. We'll see how Tucker's day two goes. Tucker had 40,000 hours worth of footage, something retarded like that. And he's doing two half-hour segments, two hour-long segments. They had to do eight multiple-hour hearings. And you had all the footage. that They are in contempt of court. If they have all the footage and they're cutting it like a media outlet to look horrible, You're lying under oath as the judges. You're lying under oath. Is that what we should... Could you imagine all these hearings with, like, in anything? School shootings, uh, jurors, uh, Supreme Court justice hearings. Oh, it says here you raped 37 people, so I don't think we can... This guy raped 37 people. Oh, is there any evidence that? No, I'm just... I, I say whatever I want. That's the principle we're setting. Next time there's a Democrat going for the Supreme Court, just go out there. Hey, this guy raped 37 people. He was a Nazi in the Holocaust. Sorry, he's only 60. He couldn't possibly have been in the Holocaust. He could have been a guard at Auschwitz. Yeah, he was a guard at Auschwitz. In the Holocaust. You want to elect him to the Supreme Court? An Auschwitz guard that raped 37 people? Sir, we think we're lying. We have 40,000 hours of footage saying you're lying. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's what we do now. Because we put a rhino on the board, it's okay that we cut the footage and lied about it and used intimidation tactics to make people say stuff that wasn't true, had FBI plants saying stuff that wasn't true, and we completely let it go. You knew he was lying to you. He was lying to you on the stand at the hearing. You had the footage, and you just said, eh, who cares? Eh, we're here for Trump. We don't care about you little fish. We don't care about you lying to us as long as it helps us get Trump. No one no one sees a big issue with that. No one sees an issue with you could just say anything as long as you're on the hearing board. Oh, and that's the other thing. I, I gotta get this guy's name. Pennsylvania. God. First off, Fetterman. Sorry, we're near the end. I had to go get another beer. Uh, Schumer came out today and 
taunted Tucker. You really shouldn't. You guys are already being sued for a billion dollars. You shouldn't release other January 6th tapes. You shouldn't prove to us how big of liars we are. What? Yeah, how dare you call us liars? You're, you're proving we're liars, so then maybe people will think we lied about about the voting. Yeah, that's that's kind of... We do think you lied about the voting. No, no, no Tucker, you, you sent text messages that said Trump's gone too far. That doesn't mean he doesn't think there was corruption in the voting. <laughs> and also, the January 6th thing yesterday had nothing to do with the election. Yeah, ostentatious, like through another level because they were only there because of the election but he was talking purely about January 6th and purely about the footage he got on January 6th he wasn't the same this thing that happened a month after the election is proof that it's rigged he's saying it's proof that you guys are lying and using a dead man as a prop and trying to arrest dissidents and trying to make it so Trump can't run again which should be elite like there should be some sort of retaliation for that you should be in a court oh you're trying to take a candidate away the most popular republican candidate of all time and in my opinion the most popular candidate of all time i don't think joe biden got all those votes they said he got mathematically impossible if you listen to andrew tate um so schumer it's one of those things if it's nothing there and it's a stupid thing just let it go but he's on the floor of the senate Ranting and raving about how dare you. If I were you, I wouldn't do that again. Something bad could happen to you. That's our, That's not attacking the First Amendment? That's not a, a news program? Can't run the news? He's showing you how you lied at these hearings? He can't run that? When our news is afraid of our government, we're fucked, right? We all agree. It only makes me... Believe in what he's showing more. Look how freaked out they are about a news segment. So what's he got tonight? Is he going to have tweets and texts from Schumer and everyone? Saying, yeah, the FBI's doing our job. Look at all those agents in the building. That's almost what I expect at this point. Why is he wasting his time on the floor yelling at Tucker Carlson? It's insane. And I don't know if it, some of you might have seen this, some of you might. It was Tucker on Friday. But Pennsylvania elected a dead guy to their state senate. Not cut, dead. Month, month old dead. Dead, dead, dead. Underground for a month. You guys elected a dead guy. And then you think it's weird that we might think some dead people voted in the election? Some fraudulent ballots might have gotten through? How dare you! Not a single ballot was fraudulent. They were all perfect. They're all perfect Joe Biden ballots. Coming from the people that elected a dead human. Not to mention Fetterman, who had a stroke and can't fucking talk, and is now in a psych ward. He had to check himself into a psych ward. And you know what he's doing in there? You know, a psych ward because of the stress of the election and having to pretend that he's not in pain and his brain doesn't work. Having to pretend that he's normal. Probably on a ton of drugs. That were just causing more pain for him. So they do that. And then guess what? So he's in there. You're hoping relaxing, getting treatment, hopefully getting better. Hopefully Fetterman's getting better. We hope he's getting better. 
But no, he's co-sponsoring bills about train safety. How? And how are doctors letting him? I don't know a psychiatrist that you have a mental break and they're like, get back to work. Get Go write that bill that's going to affect our interstate railroads at a time that they're in crisis. We have a guy who's in a mental crisis trying to write laws and co-sponsoring bills about train railroad crises. Doesn't seem smart. Doesn't seem smart to me. Alright guys, that's my time. That's been almost 70 minutes. Thanks for sticking around. You might hear from me tomorrow. Remember gays, okay?